on this week's Off the Back Fence State of Origin Game 2 recap and Game 3 preview. The Blues took out Game 2 in Sydney last week, so we talk all things Origin. The Australian Summer of Cricket has got a boycott on its hands. Coombsy dives into a bit of a rant about why Sean Marsh was blatantly disregarded for the test team. NFL Week 10 talking points. Championship Rugby, the, new, the All Blacks are on a losing streak. And as a bit of a special, 40 years of origin, so Coombsy and I pick our best New South Wales and Queensland teams. So stick around and enjoy the show. All right, all right. Welcome to another week of Off the Back Fence uh, with Woz and Coombsy. Coombsy, how are we going, mate, down in Melbourne? You'd be nice knowing that you're not the wanted state for coronavirus at the moment. I'm feeling quite fine. It's been a very tough weekend with the um, unfortunate cutting of Sean Marsh from the Australian Test Squad. I've voiced my displeasure where I will be boycotting buying tickets to um, the Boxing Day Test possibly the Gabba test, Sydney test and Adelaide test as um, pr- silent protests in um, support for Sean Marsh not being part of the test squad. And I'm also wondering if we can start the hashtag justice for Sean as well. I'm sure we can get that rolling, mate. Now, last week's announcement of the test squad for the Australian summer, do you reckon that's a direct shot at you personally? I think it's a direct shot of like the millions of Sean Marsh fans in the country, most of WA, myself, Kieran, Mitch, his brother, and then just <laughs> mate, yeah, just anyone who likes good classy left hander with a beautiful cover drive. Yeah, you think you think Cricket Australia is against them, but say la vie, unlucky. <laughs> oh. This, this oh. young kid better be able to score runs like Sean, or at least get out like. Yeah. He's either, going for, he's either swinging for the fences or he's not doing anything at all. So is he but, even old enough to grow out pubes? That's all I've got to ask. <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck. All I know is he's, he's hit runs in Sheffield Shield. I don't care. If he can be... He can, hits runs in Sheffield Shield. What is, not er, not, Tim Payne hasn't hit a first-class century yes, he in has years. This, way, this year. Oh, did he? Yep. Uh, um, Mate, oh, I will not. I will not slander the Australian captain no more. Good batsman in Shield cricket. There's my. There's my um, case. Case rested. <laughs> no further witnesses, Your Honour. <laughs> All right, let's get off it. Let's get off the Australian. We'll talk a bit more cricket a bit later on. Mate, very slow going this last week. Hasn't much been going on. We'll take it as it is. We'll start off with a bit of golf. We didn't mention it last week, but the Masters happened. It snuck up Masters, on us. Yeah, it did. Didn't she? I was not expecting to watch the Masters on a Saturday morning on uh, Nine Gem on HD. Uh, yeah. So uh, the son-in-law of Wayne Gretzky won it, Dustin Johnson. He absolutely smashed the field twenty under. I think he broke a, multi- a couple of records too. He went oh, to yeah. the he went to the final day four Best shots score. in the Best score yeah. Incredible. And shout out to my mate Dan as well, picking him up on um, Thursday night at $9.50 and putting a 50 on him. Well, it's what happens when you pick the number one golfer in the world currently. Is his 2020, like many people have had a terrible 2020. Sporting-wise, Dustin Johnson's had an all-out career year. He's been unbelievable. 
Oh, yeah. And just an absolute man rocket too. God, he's a good-looking bloke. And hittable. Can I, I said it on Saturday when I was watching it. I said it to my uh, fiance. I just said, I just love his swing. It's just... And I saw a tweet too saying saying the cameras were too slow picking it up. He was hitting it that quickly. Yeah, it's just like it looks like it's better than um, let's not say Bryson. I don't do steroids, Deschambeau. Yeah, no he he came out prior went to the first round saying he's playing Augusta like it's a par seven a sixty seven, not a seventy two, a sixty seven. He also said that he was going to use a 48-inch shaft on his driver, not compensating for anything at all. Extra four inches, always helps a mile. True. Uh, (laughs) But he was terrible. He was a PGA winner this year, so he was expected. He was one of the favorites going into the weekend. However, he played poorly and something that really surprised me was the split rounds. Obviously they were playing in autumn, not spring at um, down in Georgia. And the second round finished mid afternoon. There was golfers still out on the field, uh, on the course. Sorry. They had to finish their rounds the next day. So he was missing the cut going into day three, which is his back half of his round two. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen to be fair, but Dustin Johnson's unbelievable. 20 under, course record. Uh, shout out to Cameron Smith, the fellow that hasn't retired from rugby league just yet. Tied second. His uh, was it? He was out, big coming out party. He was He's the first professional golfer to play the Augusta course and hit four rounds under 70. No other golfer in the world has ever done that, not even Tiger Woods, which I find fascinating. But he had an all-out. He had an all-out game. I think Justin Thomas. He was up there too. Uh, Sungin Im. I think I've just butchered his name. South Korean bloke. He was good too. Racist. No, I'm not racist <laughs> at all. I gave him a shout out. Oh yeah. So like from what I got the storylines this weekend was John Rand with the ultimate absolute bird on Deschambeau asking, did he fight? Go out and help fight Deschambeau's balls? And to his response was, which one? Outstanding chat. Like I, th- I don't know. Like I feel like Bryson's a bit. He's he's the scientist. He's the mad scientist. A lot of people have. He's he's read the golfing machine, which I've tried to do, but it's an absolute gibberish. But he is the one where he perfected his game by using same length shafts on all his irons. So all shafts are different. That that's past. That's past the point. He COVID did a lot of things. I gained weight. He gained muscle. It's yeah. It's he gained what it is. Russell by steroids. I will <laughs> back myself in this. You cannot put that much muscle on in a four-month period without maybe putting something in your body. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give him benefit of the doubt because he looks like he could eat pretty well. He's been in a good pattern. Oh, he, he's thick with two Cs. <laughs> he's got a big um, old dump truck ass on him. Uh God, he's a, Tiger Woods is a big fan of him. Him and Justin Thomas, these that's his two favorites apparently. So, uh, but yeah, congratulations again to Dustin Johnson. He was incredibly good. He's been fantastic all year, so he's very deserving of the green jacket. I think I got a shout out from Jack Nicholas also, which was very classy. But mate, I think I've actually lost our place. What were we talking about? Origin. Are we moving on to Origin? I think we could have just really brushed over last Wednesday night, but 
we're an unbiased podcast. Um, nothing compared to the Tail Nine commentary team, which was just a massive circle jerk, but that's for another time and another place. Definitely. Uh, so to recap, we lost by 24 points. The overhit, so it wasn't as as much of a slug out fest as I thought it would have been. Um, key points. I honestly thought Cody Walker was the better of the halves, even though Cleary was good. Yeah, and it, like every the whole let's love the love in festival from Nathan Cleary. It was yeah, he had a great game. Kicking game was on pot, like up there with the best I've I can ever think of with my very limited knowledge. And but it's just like we still haven't seen Cody Walker how he goes when pressure's on. He still hasn't no. kicked his team out of his. He still hasn't. We still haven't seen him kick it, kick his team out of trouble or direct his team when there's down. And hey, I'm very jealous of you getting to go to the first solid game this country's had all season. And yeah. then he, with not, there'll be barely a blue jersey in sight. So let's let's hope the boys get out there and bathe for some blood. Yeah. No, I I I did notice. A lot, of, a lot of my friends in group chats, they were saying that Channel 9 was giving Cleary like, all the raps. And like to his credit, like he put the pressure on. He, he turned uh, Sammy around all the time. He had added a car screaming down his throat, essentially. The Ford pack for New South Wales, I found, was a lot better than the Queenslanders. We were just never into it. Papali was one of our best, but he was very underutilized. I, I don't know. The, it was a fight. I was all in for that. Oh, mate, I was in the pub and I... So got really into it at the pub. My mate Dan, Jersey punched me as a joke. Forgetting who he was, I've cocked my fist at him. And he goes, whoa, whoa, bro. I was like, well, sorry, mate. Well, but yeah, but I think it was more handbags at um, 10 paces the fight was. Yeah, it was very, well, there was a ripped jersey. Like Payne Haas was asking for it to come on. But then, there, then I think he realized afterwards his mum and his grandmother were going to flog the shit out of him afterwards for fighting on the field. So... It is what it is. Uh, but, yeah, like DCE was terrible, I- I'm going to call it. Unfortunately, Munster was out. I still think that Frizzell should have been cited for that. Yeah. A lot of people are saying if he shouldn't happened, have. If that happened at Tedesco, I think there was a New South Wales player that did get tackled in the air. Yeah, there was a bit later in the game, but no. it wasn't as – it wasn't as – like, I think – the two points that I found with this was the reason I don't think it got pulled up was because Valentine Holmes grabbed the ball for the quick restart. There was no checking. And they thought, no, that's the, I now remember it was Xavier Coates who got done for tackling in the air. But he went for the ball more than, he played the ball more than I think Tyson Frizzell did. Frizzell was coming down, pulling him down. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like Frizzell, both eyes Frizzell, were on the ball the whole time. Yeah, Frizzell wasn't in the mix for the catch. Like, Munster had the ball in his hands in the air, and Frizzell was a good two meters away while he was in the air. He was pulling him down. His head hit the ground. Like, that's – I honestly feel like he should have been cited for that, but it isn't what it is. Like, he didn't get cited. There was nothing. They were really sweating, uh, sweating on Payne Haas and Tino for striking charges. They ended up getting a fine. So, the fights – fighting's back, I feel. Like, honestly, if tensions boil over in the third game, I would not be surprised if they just go for it knowing it's the last game of the season. Oh, just swing it, boys. There's 50,000 redneck Queenslanders ready to throw down. And if you're not one of them throwing, t- throwing empty plastic cups at the nearest Blues, you're dead to be. I'm not. Remember your dad nearly got to a fight one year. Uh, 
Rum is either loving juice or fighting what juice. Like it's it's what's going to happen with Donnie Ahern. I'll give you the hot tip. Or anyway. it's against the blood flow and puts the lead to, lead to the pencil. Get the chest there on you. <laughs> Canned hate liquid venom. Um, we'll move to game three because, yeah, like Queenslanders, we hate losing. And down in New South Wales, it was going to be a tall task to beat a very cracking uh, New South Wales side. Uh, another point to Desco. He's fantastic. Like I, I can't hate him. I really can't. Um, game three, few changes. Corey Allen comes in on the wing for Sammy, which is expected. Uh, Munster retains his spot, even though uh, he obviously did get knocked out. He did say they passed his HIA, but. He's in the side, which is fantastic. Christian Welsh is back in the front row, which is fantastic. He was good in game one. Uh, the big inclu- big exclusion and inclusion, Harry Grant on the bench at 14 for Ben Hunt and friends staying in. Now, I honestly thought Hunt would have moved to nine for a Grant at 14, not the not Ben Hunt. He had a... He wasn't good on Wednesday night, but I think he was thrown to the wolves, essentially. I think he was the scapegoat. And I'm going to put my hand up. I was very harsh of him in our little in mine and your chat during the game, and but I think he now going looking past a week, he was the scapegoat for the um, result from Wednesday night. Yeah, I I, I, I agree with that too. Like, Sammy wasn't up to no he that's no. Up- he, he's got two games under his belt. If he plays more good on him, he's, he had a good year for the Titans and uh, it's a credit to him for being in the mix. Um, Dunham's Louie keeps his spot on the bench. Now, I honestly thought Mo Fodawaka was all right, but he didn't get I don't know. Time. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, one I of, think the, one of the big ones too, sorry, is um, Capewell keeping the center role. Yeah, I think that's... That's a big call because you got he did get found out with lateral movement going in defence. If you, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think I think he's there for the defensive idea, but he can't move laterally. Like I even said it, I have never seen a bloke that cannot bend ninety degrees to bend down. Or I reckon his hamstrings are that tight. I reckon he has like wooden boards as hamstrings. Oh, it's my hamstring. Yeah, like it's. I don't know. It was him and Sammy. Like Sammy was struggled to dive on the ball. Like. And, oh, don't even yeah. start me with that bloody Sammy not surrendering try. Uh, uh, anyway, it is what it is. So the 18th man is Hunt. You got both Lee brothers. Oh, the cousins, sorry. Branko and Edric on the extended bench with Mo Fodawaka. So I you also reckon, didn't like – I didn't think Kafusi was good last week. Hopefully he bounces back. Odd, odd bad game. Odd, do you reckon that um, Rala Holmes is going to end up shifting to the wing and Corey Allen will play at fullback? I think it'd be wise for Wayne to play a few mind games with the lineup prior to kickoff and moving doing that. Yeah, Corey Allen was Corey Allen was one of the best fullbacks in the back end of yeah. the year this year. And as I think I said to you, I think he plays that quintessential Wayne Bennett football football mm. fullback because he knows how to, he can play the ball. Does the the most obvious attacking play in the last thirty years? The sweeping move to the left with the mm. cutout ball to the winger. But yeah, no, I and he's not a good winger. Like no. Corey he Allen, the pace to keep it up with. He's a, he, did clock. you know he was in the Did you know he was in the Bronco system? Yeah, I know. I think I me and you were chatting one night, and we were like, "Why is he not getting a game?" When you had it was, I think last year when we had that awful, like yeah, we really we had, bad. we had a bad 
We had a bad run. Yeah, and but he an, didn't get a run an, at all. But anyway, so that's the Queensland side for Wednesday night. Move to the New South Wales side of things unchanged. They are keeping the side that won in New South Wales on Wednesday night. From what I can see, there's no changes. Um, one player I thought may have got a run in Brisbane is Pappenhausen. He's the 18th man, and that he can he may is may come in at the last minute. But I thought that was very surprising not to have him on a fast track. He's proven himself at Suncorp on multiple occasions this year. So, what do you think with the New South Wales? So, I also are we still? You reckon they're just being nice to Gutherson at this point? No, I think Gutherson. He's he's making the best out of a bad situation for himself. He's not going to. He's, I think, third third choice fullback for the state. Possibly fourth if you want to put Jack White in front of him. But mm. I think he's not doing a bad job. He's probably going to save this as his one origin series because with Trebojevic back next year, he'll probably um, slot back into the centres. But I think the most the player that annoyed me the most out of the thing was Nathan Brown and his shit shit Like didn't really oh. do much all game, but then came out and talked some absolute smack. So hopefully um, Jaden Sewer, that psychopath, or um, Tino will just cut him in half because you can't come out and play 20 minutes and then say you've basically beat, beaten up New Queensland one-handed by yourself. He's the new Bo Scott. I'll just call it right there. He's the new Bo Scott when they said he's coming as an enforcer. Scott, for, Bo Scott could he, actually play. No, Nathan he was Brown, fucking terrible. No, no, he could actually play. When Nathan Brown, from what I've seen in Parramatta, he's just overrated. When the game, mm. when everything's going against him, he doesn't actually roll his sleeves up like most... Like Trebojevic, great game. Like for me, like that, he set the tone for him straight away. Every he was always first one in the tackle. Trevor Gilmeister and people just yeah, but Nathan Brown just shithousery. Oh yeah, no, that's what started the brawl with him kicking the ball away and friends slapping him across the head, which I thought was warranted because fuck me. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, but but his gr- his greatest moment for me like this year was him like faking an injury, like a crusher tackle injury getting the penalty, then just popping straight up. I was like, you are oh, the yeah. weakest oh, dickhead you ever. Piece of shit. You, yeah. That is why you play for Parabatta. Hmm. There we go. So yeah. Uh, yeah. State of origin Wednesday make- night game three. I, I, yeah, we'll make our picks up. How have you found the end of season three uh, in a row, three weeks back to back? I like the idea of three in a row, but I think they're tired. The guys are tired. They're making silly mistakes. The game's there's too... A, there's the been game, injuries too. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I just... I think middle of the season, have that block out period for three weeks. Give the Origin players... A, they have another week off, but the competition comes back. Um, I Like, I... It's just... Yeah, it's... I have this. I have this concept, and I'm trying to write a piece of this, like to justify it in my head, because I would love to have Origin middle of the year same, but similar to this, where it's back to back, 27 to 30 man squad. Yeah. NRL players go back to club footy, but or either that, or they have mid season surgery that gets them like their injuries. They clean out surgeries. Yeah. Yeah. Start essentially, the season maybe two weeks earlier. Cut the season down. I reckon a 20 game season is perfect now. Yeah, I think so too. It's 
it's it's it all comes down to advertising and the broadcast deal and everything. So it's not going to be perfect regardless. Um, yeah, I think there's way too many injuries. Like that's the thing. Like Brinson's Brinson's just injury prone now. Yeah, he's what going to not. It looked like he'll miss the first four rounds of next season. Yeah. Um, Boyd Corden has probably cost him his career. Potentially, yeah, but that was always that was always going to be a toss up on any game, not just yeah. Origin for him. I know, but Cameron Murray, like I still don't believe it's just a hamstring tear. That I don't know. Look, it's, it's 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 there's there. a lot. That, that's the thing. There's a lot, and there was a few other injuries out of our I Queensland's think, team. I think will come out after this. Um, Ado Carb might be suffering from the old turf toe. Oh yeah, that's a good shout actually. Because. That's actually quite a painful injury if you ever look at what it does. It's nearly a mm. six, can be up to a six month rehab because they've oh, got to really? reattach the tendon back to the toe. Ooh. Probably why he didn't, like, there was a lot of t- chatter of him going to West and the Bulldogs. And obviously, he's staying in Melbourne for 2021 now, which is weird because he kicked up a stink. He wanted to be closer to the Sydney family. Yeah. But that might, that might have came into play. We don't know. Because he didn't uh, really do much, like, Running the ball out of the back back of the field on Wednesday night. If you look at it, I think he only no, ran seventy six meters. It wasn't much. No, he was he was only involved when he needed to be to score those tries. Like he was yeah. he's 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 the best finisher in the game. I'm going to call it. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah. So Wednesday night, New South Wales again favorite a dollar forty three. Queensland two ninety. The line is six and a half for New South Wales as the favorite. Over under is forty one and a half. Over. Well, it's going to be points. Oh mate, she's a fast track, and it's even going to, it's going to be even faster now that it's close to summer. And yeah, yeah there's I, going to be points. I, I think, I think Queensland is going to have a little. Um, I think they're going to come out swinging for like they've done in the last 15 minutes, and I think they're going to put points on it this time. I think so too. I think they're starting to get the formula down pat with this team. If Munster, if Munster's fine, then I I give us a fighting shot, a hundred percent. If he gets not, done again, like that, that I I sort of clocked off as soon as he got taken off for a HIA. He wasn't coming back. I had to explain it to um, one of the boys at work on Thursday. It's like, oh, what happened? What was so bad about his injury? I said, losing him, he's the vocal player in the team. Because DCE said the other week he's not the vocal one. So Cam Munster's actually pointing everyone in defence where to go. He leads the left hand side defensive edge. He, yep. he just basically is – he's learned to be a game manager from Cam Smith and Cooper Cronk. He's taken yep. that role and now he's – he'll be the – I think he'll be the Queensland captain next year. Which I'm, I'm not opposed to, honestly. I reckon he – He'll end up – I think as, he could be the storm captain next year. Well, the way the way I've been reading with how with Smithy's book release this week – it seems like he's not going to either going to resign with the storm, so he's going elsewhere. Either that, or he's going to be retiring. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Anyway, um, I'll ta- I'm going to take Queensland. I always will. Packed house at Suncorp. It's going to be fucking electric. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, there will be a few blues. I've been confirming uh, a few of my mates up here who are New South Welshmen are going to the game. So there will be a few blues in the stands. But who gives a shit? There's going to be fifty thousand Queenslanders there giving it to them. I have thought. Of, I did think about. Trying to break the border closures. <laughs> I I thought about driving up through Dubbo, coming out there, and then coming out through like Warwick, uh, Warwick, Gunda Windy area, and just really tail between my legs and just fucking gunning it over the border and with my Queensland plates on. 
Well, look, look the, the secu- the, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming the security at Gundawundi is not as tight as it is on the Gold Coast. I still reckon surely, I could surely, probably surely get, not. As I joked about, just get a boat and just gun it up, coming through the South Stra- come through North and South, North, North Australia and Morton Island. No one will ever see you. How would they know? Just oh. run the sandbar. Now, did you want to touch on anything cricket wise before we move on to NFL? Oh. <laughs> Besides Sean Marsh not getting what he oh. thoroughly deserves in the baggy green. Um, the the big bash. I, I think you've you, got something to say here because I hate the Big Bash and they've come up with these stupid rules to make it more and more like baseball. Why Why tamper with something that isn't broken? We're going to turn out like bloody rugby league. Soccer with VAR. Stop fucking with the tradition. Yes. So I don't – like I'm a, I'm a purist. I do enjoy test cricket one day. 2020 – Scratches the itch over the summer for me on weeknights when there's nothing else on. I watch Fiance's f- You coward. You can sit with my mother-in-law with that one. Um, she doesn't like cricket at all. I um, don't like Big Bash. Now, there was a point, I think, about two or three years ago, Big Bash was absolutely fantastic. It ran a perfect time. Like As soon as like the International Rugby League finished, Big Bash kicked off to coincide with the Test Cricket. It finished just as the same time as the Internationals finished. Now it just drags on, I think. It's ridiculous. Like, they've just today... So this is Big Bash 10. We're in the 10th season of the Big Bash, which is fantastic. It's been... It's one of the best 2020 comps in the world. I'm going to put it out there. It might be just underneath the Indian Premier League, just in sheer quality. But they've brought out new rules. So you got the power surge, which uh, I don't know. It's got the X factor. So there's a selected 11, but you've also got a 12th and 13th man. You're able to sub in them after halfway through the innings, I think. Um, they've also got bash boost. So it's sort of like points bet. <laughs> uh, the big bash boost is awarded halfway through the second innings. The batting side will receive one extra standings point if they're above the equivalent 10 over score. So, for example, if the Heat scored, say, 80 runs in the first innings at the 10 over mark and then the Hurricanes come in and score 85 at the 10 over, even if the Hurricanes lose, they'll still get one standing point. It's yeah. That that makes no sense. Yes, some, Why? I don't know. I can remember playing junior cricket. There was, and I think for international one day at one time, you could pick a squad of 12 and you could substitute a bowler didn't bat and a batsman didn't bowl. So you could yes. end up, ha- so you could pick. But to do what they're doing now, it's just, oh, you're basically just getting de- designated hitters to come in. Is there any any is there any rules like out off from other sports you'd love to see in the Big Bash? Because let's talk rules like anything. Oh, you, you go <laughs> I put, first. I'm just. I, I, I put you on the spot there. I honestly would love to see a designated hitter. Oh, no. just like no, no, no. But for free hits, you can have like you could honestly get in like minor league baseball players to be like the designated hitter. And if there's a free hit, they can quickly jog on, face the one ball, and then just jog off. It wouldn't work, but that's probably an idea. I wouldn't mind seeing underarm pit, underarm bowling come back. Try and scoop it up, you reckon? Yeah, just really, just <laughs> like um, what else would be another one? You I can actually the old p- days of the like. Oh, I can't even pronounce the thing. It's so hard. 
the old mercantile mutual um, cricket sites <laughs> where you used to hit it. Oh, uh, like the, the crowd catches. Yeah. C- crowd catches. I don't think it's COVID safe anymore, but no. yeah. Uh, uh, you can uh, allow the bowl- fast bowlers to bend their arms to create more space, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. The rules of cricket now are so batsman biased. I wouldn't mind seeing some. Like the bowler doesn't have to actually tell you what arm he's bowling with. That would be good. That actually, yeah. yeah, not too bad. That's quite good. Um, have twenty players. Fuck it. Oh, <laughs> you can actually physically you can sledge it and you can say whatever you want. I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> as as I've been a part of a many a no, team who have sledged certain players to the point of tears. No rules allowed. You can say whatever you want on the field. Like you got to get rid of stump mic then. Oh no, stump mic has. You have cricket after dark. Oh fuck! <laughs> you have the only, only fan, Big Bash OnlyFans page. Swipe up. Oh fucking hell! You want to hear what Wardy says after dark? I really don't. God, that oh. Let, show me your middle stump. <laughs> oh, okay, but yeah, Big Bash. It's going to drag on. We know that's going to happen. But I'm looking forward to it. I love cricket. Who cares? We're a month away um, from the test schedule. We started. are. Maybe we are. Adelaide if they nipped it. Well, they probably could be playing with no fans at Adelaide the way it's going. Yeah, and they thought they were fancy having a preliminary final at the Adelaide Oval. Look what it's cost them. Yep, suck it. But, mate, I reckon we touch on week 10 of the NFL. Not much to talk about this round, I don't know. You've had a fantastic week picking winners. Yes, I've I've got three wrong in the pick Brought myself just shy of the 1,000 mark for the country, so... Things are looking good going into the last seven rounds for the season. Yeah. But, I, yeah, there's some great results and some real shit um, betting by me, but otherwise. <laughs> I went the opposite way. I think I only got four tips. I was, yeah, absolutely horrible. I was, I was of the opinion I should just start betting, like, real underdogs this week to re- and just because there was a few games I thought maybe, but it is what oh, it that's is. That's just breaching. I'm going to admit, I did pick against the Patriots, being my team. I've gone, that's it. I need to start winning here because I want to win some cash money from this um, thing. And I was just like, now, Ravens will have them and we'll probably touch on it as well. God but fucking damn it, yeah. Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick and the rain is just, it's a combination you can't really lose. Yeah. Well, actually, let's, let's start there. Now, so the Ravens got done by the Patriots at uh, New England. Ravens are a bully side, mate. Like they're mental midgets. I'm like, yeah. there's been talk of fraudulent team, and that's fair too. But they're a side that is on a roll. It's similar to a good rugby league team that has a forward pack going forward. It's similar for the Ravens. Yeah, they just they're, they're not going forward. The teams not working together. No, not at all. And in a game like that, where it's absolutely it was like monsoonal, like it was terrible, and. In those type of games with American football, you run the ball. And they have a fantastic running back duo. I think it was like J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram. Like, why not utilize it? Even Lamar can run it. I think Lamar nearly ran for 200 yards. I think it was double check. uh, I suppose it doesn't really matter. So, but yeah, like Ravens, like they, especially against the Patriots team, they haven't been good this year. 
like they lost very close to a few teams, and they could be the opposite of six and three. They could honestly, they're now four and five. I think it was, but I think yeah, they could be. They had Denver after COVID, where none of them trained. So they just barely lost to Kansas. I think it was yeah, Kansas or the Bills. There was a the Bills, the Bills game was yeah. tight. The Bills, the Bills game, game was tight. The only game they've actually been blown out was that 49ers game. They've got everything else. They've kept it pretty close and tight. Yeah, so I don't know I the Raiders as well. Yeah, exactly. Seahawks have fallen off a wagon too. Like the, that, they weren't good against the Rams. Like, oh. um, speaking of other NFC teams, Tampa Bay just keeps rolling. I reckon they're the best team in the NFC. Um, like record wise, they're not. The Packers are still the best team in the NFC, but it has a similar feeling in both conferences where the Steelers are eight and zero, undefeated or nine and zero now. But they're not the best team in the AFC. The Chiefs are by a clear stretch. So, like Tampa Bay, it was a similar. They've had three losses this year, and every time they've lost the next week, they've bounced back and kicked the living shit out of the next team in front of them. So they've done yeah. it twice. They've done it twice to Carolina. But yeah, Tampa Bay. Like there was a stat. It yeah, was. Go on. I think Brady. Yeah, Brady threw for three forty yards. Um, Ronald Jones, Roy Jones, what's his name? Ronald Jones. Ronnie. Ronnie. Let's go say R. Jones, three. He ran for <laughs> 192 plus plus the 96-yard carry he did. That, um, I love that. I love yeah. it. That'll be the longest play of the year, except for I think Cordell Patterson had a good uh, kickoff return today also. Yeah. Um, the receiving core of Goodwin, Evans, and Antonio Brown, they all got over 50 yards each. Grunk. Um, Gronk got two receptions for 51 yards plus a TD. Yep. Like, that's rolling at the moment here. Mate, that, like you said, that receiving call, that's all pro. Like, it's, they're going to be tough to beat. And speaking of Brady's old, like, uh, old division of the AFC East, the cards pull off a Hail Mary against the Bills. Like, I don't care what anybody says, like, Julio Jones is a fantastic receiver, but the best receiver in the game at the moment is DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, easily. And the oh. Texans are buddy. They the coach wanted him gone and then they realized I think they I think they're starting to realize they've really fucked up there. Well they got rid of Bill O'Brien weeks ago and that was fair because he was the GM of football operations plus the head coach. Like that's just a terrible combination. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so the Bills lost. They're still leading in the AFC East, but with that Hail Mary lost, I'm gonna say Miami's up there. Like they're a good team. Their defense is rolling. Two is starting to find his stride as a pro, and they're, like they're frisky, they're very frisky. Yeah, they're only they're game back, game back at the moment, and yeah. So the AFC, oh, the Super Bowl champion is going to come from the AFC again. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, no, like the Colts who belted the crap out of the Titans on Friday. Yeah, they're. They're looking good. Even the Titans in their slump are still in the hunt. Um, even Cleveland, if they play just running football, they could beat those teams. Well, that's the thing. The AFC South is the Steelers, the Ravens, and the Browns. They're all in the mix. The Browns are six and three. The Ravens are seven and two, or seven and three, or whatever it is now. I don't yeah. know if they've had a bye. The Steelers are undefeated. Like even though the Steelers are undefeated, they're still not the best side. But they will be they would be very close to clinching the top seed and home field advantage during the playoffs. Yeah, I wouldn't be I surprised. Had a very e- 
generous draw. Nothing wrong with that, but it's the nah. same for the Panthers this year, mate. You play you in front of you. It yeah. is what it is. I think that's about it. There wasn't too much else that really stuck out for me in NFL this week. Uh, Great comeback game for Alex Smith's first start. Yes. Threw three over 300 yards, 38 completions, set some personal best. Just a real it, comeback it was, story. Yeah, a lot of heartfelt moment. He'll be heartfelt comeback player of the year, definitely. It was records for completions, attempts of throws, and right. meters in a game. So that's yeah. unbelievable for a bloke that nearly lost his life. Um, yeah, and but yeah. also an absolute piss missile of a kick to win it from Detroit from Matt Prater. So one yards. Holy Jesus! Um, quickly touch on rugby. Uh, Argentina beat the All Blacks for the first time ever, and they're the number one side in the world now. Simple as that. Are they actually? No, God fucking no. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> shit! That means by by default we're number two. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Like, well, actually, we have to play Argentina to determine that, and I think that's coming up very soon. Um, but no, Kiwis lose twice in the space of two weeks. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't From know. The highlights I saw, New Zealand tried to, I think, force a hand a few bits. It was yeah. very uncharacteristic um, all-black play. And they also like all-blacks do tend to lose the odd game they shouldn't lose because they show a bit of arrogance. Oh, 100%. Well, you come to Brisbane, you get spanked. Well, not spanked. You win very. We won very convincingly, but um, the, the but the hot seat though, mate. South Africa, should they just relinquish the World Cup for being cowards? Oh, mate, they want to play Northern Hemisphere football. Go and play Northern Hemisphere football. But that's just yeah. Like they're going. I think all their Super Rugby Club teams now are going to go join the European Championship and. I can understand for a time zone period, but it's still a fair travel hike. Yeah. Well, and I'm not going to say I follow club rugby closely, like the championship or the Heineken championship, whatever. Like the quality is there. Like, and that's why like Northern uh, rugby union, like Northern hemisphere rugby union has been quite competitive the last 10 years. But I don't know. I think this year has been quite the shake up. It's really shown how organisations, whether it's SANSA, NRL, Cricket Australia, they've really, it really, is, really exposed a lot of like areas where they can cut costs. But mm. who, who knows? Um, but yeah, South Africa, scared, don't care. Uh, you did mention off mic, uh, you, you, Liverpool's just going from strength to strength, aren't they? Yeah, we, Joe, Joe Gomez... Did well soon, mate. Did his patella on England training. Um, Was it training? Andy, yes, training. <laughs> Andy Robertson um, pulled out of the second game for Scotland with a hamstring tightness. Jordan Henderson, half-time against Belgium with calf tightness. Um, what else is it? We're down to, literally, we're down to the bed. We're fielding a second 11 back four of, it looks like Joel Matip. Probably Nat Phillips, Costa Tomikos, the Greek, um, and Neko Williams, the young Welshman who's actually got a big rep- reputation. And we've also got Salah with the Coco. But today, yeah, Egyptian officials passed him fit, ready to fly back to London, could be ready for um, Sunday morning against Leicester on Monday morning. Who knows? Mate, all I hear is excuses like to play like a champion, you'll win anyway. I'm just going to say this. 
we win the next three games, we're champions. We're, no one's catching us next. We're going to get bodies back. We're close to the January transfer window. We're going to get in another set of back, maybe a back, backup set of back. Oh, let's just say another backup striker to help the boys up front. Fuck, we're, the, this, this bus will not stop going. We <laughs> want to have this proper title celebration. We deserve one. I don't think you're going to get a proper title celebration regardless. Lock, England's in second lockdown and they don't look like they're going to get any better. Oh, so, not for them. Oh, God. So, yeah, the soccer season will just – the soccer season will end. Well, the football season will end, my apologies. They'll just come out of lockdown, they'll celebrate, and then they'll go on the third wave again. Yeah, hopefully. Oh, well, at least football's back. Rotate, football's there's, good. Another, there's another virus. There's another vaccine at 94%. They need to get to 95 and then they can do mass production. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> I, as I said earlier in the thing with the partner, I said, watch this. A vaccine will just miraculously just appear at one point. <laughs> and that's talking Coco with uh, off the back fence. Now, mate, we were going to we were gonna do a six-pack because it's November – we were going to go a six-pack of the best sports most, but seeing as Origin 3 will be this evening, if you're listening on the Wednesday or this week, we thought, because it's 40 years of Origin, we would name our best Origin sides of both New South Wales and Queensland over the 40 years. There's been a lot of have come out, very recency biased due to Queensland dominance for nine out of ten years. But we're going to give it a crack, aren't we, mate? We're going to go all across the 40 years from what we've heard, what we've seen. Um, we did speak Should off my – I reckon there's going to be a difference. Yes, I think there will be. Should we start with New South Wales? I think so. I, I honestly think so. How do you want to do this? Do you want to go fullback to fullback, then wing, centre? Do you want to go one by one or do you want to just well, say – I'll go fullback to my fullback. Righto. You lead. My fullback was the Count, Anthony Minicello. Right. So he was my first picked in the side. He wasn't my fullback, though. I picked him because when New South Wales had that three-year dominance in the yeah. early 2000s, he was the best fullback in the game yep. and at a point the best rugby league player in the game. Yep. No, I agree he fully changed, with that. Yeah. He changed. He was the – he was what – Darren Lockyer was a four and what Billy Slater ended up copying him off. Yeah, no, 100%. No, I agree. And as I I give him a lot of credit because he went away with keyhole surgery for his lower back and he came back yeah. even better, which was fantastic. He ended up winning another premiership, I think, in 2010 with the Chooks. And it's a testament to him. But by that stage, his origin career was over, which was a goddamn shame. Yeah. My fullback for New South Wales is the current... Fullback. I'm oh, going with James. I went James Tedesco. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Tedesco is on pace currently to surpass Billy Slater, who I think is still the best Origin fullback of all time. So that's saying something for a bloke that's a, a lot of games behind him. So I went Tedesco as my one, which I'm not upset picking because I love Tedesco. I think he's one of the fantastic players to watch. Just a shame he's in a sky blue jersey, to be fair. Yeah. Um, okay, so who are your wingers? My wingers? I hate to say it. I really hate to say it. Jared Hayne. Yep. And my other winger is Mark Gasnier because I had to fit him in the squad somehow. Now, that's a good pick. I 
I didn't fit Gaznier into my squad. I do like the pick though, but I only see him as either a five eight or a center. I couldn't put him on yeah. the wing. Like you'll fall, the centers, New South Wales have been flush as centers because I even like there was Tamata Tar who I thought about, or Matt Gidley, like Matt Cooper, like they ones I can remember seeing play, and I couldn't even fit them in a back line. I know I. I had the same thoughts. Like it, it's very tough to go across forty years of a game and just try and condense it down to forty. I mean, to seventeen players. Like it really was. Like I racked my brain. So my wingers. I went Minicello on one wing. I just wanted him in the side, and I oh, think so he'd. Be, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I've I've gone him to fit on the wing because I feel like he'd be like. I always have this theory with fullbacks and wingers. They're the same people. They're just in different positions. They have to be yeah. the same. They have to be in a similar position on kicks and whatnot. But anyway, that's another story. My other winger was Andrew Eddinghouse and ET. Ooh. Now, now I loved watching ET when I was really young. He he was just so clean running. Wow. Like he, yeah, he very flashy player. Not wrong, but solid solid choice at wing. I think. Yeah. Um. So, what would you go as your centers? Now, this is, I think, I don't think you're going to agree with me. So, I went Matt Cooper as my one center. Nah, deserve, deserve. I, de- I think he's one of the, he's up there with one of the best uh, defensive centers in the game during yeah. his period. He was outstanding. Attack wise, he was solid. We're very yeah. good at that point, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 100%. The other center I went with is Laurie Daly. So, yeah. you could have had Laurie Daly as the six, you could have had him as the 13. Yeah. But, He's built like a second rower. He could have, yeah. I I only I went with him as center. I think he's a fantastic addition. Attacking wise, he adds that element. So I just went those two as the center pairing. Who'd you go with? I went ET as my center. Yeah, with Laurie Daly. Yep. The okay. early night during their nineties um, domination, the Blues. Those two were standouts every year for him. Yeah, definitely. No, you know, you're right, and. That, like you said, Gaznia for me, like he was, I think he's in my extended squad. But yeah, just those two, E.T. Daly, Matt Cooper, I think they were the top three centers. Tamanato, yeah. who could have had a case too, but he didn't have too much of an origin career, I don't think. I think uh, he, he had, had a minimum. good, he got a good start. And then after he left the Knights, I think he went off the boil for a bit. And Oh, definitely. Some bad years at power. Right. Now, who's your six? He's going to play, He's playing out of position here, right? Peter Sterling. I think I know where you went with the seven. Then, yeah, right. I, I've gone Sterling because I'm playing the modern day game where you're not actually they can stay in either side of the thing, and you have to feed Pit, Pit, Peter Sterling. At his at his peak, he was like untouchable on the field. Hundred percent. I went Brett Kenny. So yeah, yeah. No, I went. I went Brett Kenny as my six purely because my number seven is Sterlo. So oh. I went. I went Sterling and Kenny. It was a combination. No, I, I. Not even that. I just think during those early periods where New South Wales started to get a bit of dominance in the late eighties, like they were untouchable. And I remember watching an Origin documentary and Wally Lewis even saying. Every time that New South Wales did not pick Brett Kenny at the six, 
He was always play- he always played in the centers. He only played one or two games at the six. Every time they did not pick him at the six, Wally Lewis always thought we've got yous. Like that's yeah. that's that's saying something that's to a player. Who- yeah, a hundred percent. So go ahead, tell us who your seven is. It's the it's the it's the immortal Andrew Johns. Like he just ripped the shit out of us. No, I was going to do it. I was going to do a bet. Two thousand and five. That game three. I've never seen a halfback play so well. Yeah, no, that's fair. I was going to panda have a panda pick and have Jamie Goddard as the fourteen for Queensland, just so I can smash the shit out of him again. <laughs> but <laughs> um, now, good pick. Like uh, he was the second choice in my team at seven, but I scribbled him out after I had a bit of a think about it. But he will fit into the side a bit later on. Uh, who's your props for New South Wales? Paul Harrigan and Glenn, Lara, Glenn Lazarus. Yep, the brick with legs. Yep, good choice. And the chief. Very good. I you've got the symbol of it to me. Yeah, no, I went those two. Plus, I have chief as my captain. I've gone. Um, I've gone old. Um, my number nine's my captain. Number nine. You went Benny Elias, didn't you? No, I went Danny Badiris. Ah, I went Badiris too. We have the same front row. I think Badiris is what Cameron Smith copied and Cameron Smith evolved from. So yep. we need to say thank you, Bedsy, for breeding up Cameron Smith. <laughs> That's a very good take, actually. No, I, I did enjoy watching Badiris play. He was a fantastic hooker. I was like, fuck it. If you put Benny Elias in your side, you got rocks in your head. Christ. Oh, mate. Oh, I'm not from that club. <laughs> Now, th- I, this is for both teams. I found the second row very hard to decide. Oh, yeah. The second row is, yeah, very hard. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm even looking at my picks now going, oh. Uh, all right. I'll go. I went Nathan Hindmarsh and Bradley Clyde in my second row. Yeah. I've copied you. I've got Hindy yep. and Ben Kennedy. Right. Nice pick. Any reasoning for why Ben Kennedy? I just hated watching him play for the Blues. Like he always lifted. I always found yeah, I that with he got the better better of us. I always found that with Andrew Johns in the seven and BK in the second row, any team was unstoppable. I remember going yeah. to a Test match in I think two thousand and five at Suncorp, and it was BK and Joey's last Test match. And they just ripped shreds off the Kiwis and they played the games of their lives. So, yeah. I even thought about trying to fit Willie Mason and then I was like, nah, Mason only had probably three good games. He did not even cross my mind. He reminds me of like an Andrew Fafita or an Aaron Woods, like two or three games. Flashy thing and then stuck in my head, but I was like, nah, he didn't. Then I looked back, I was like, no, he didn't really do anything. Yeah, that's it. That was your lock. Bradley Fittler. Oh, I've gone Brad Clyde. Oh, you went Brad Clyde as your luck. Right. Mm. I think you're guessing. Fair enough. So I went Fittler because of a ball playing 13 role. I've sort of gone that with both teams. Yeah, I went the more traditional third prop. Yeah, yeah. And meter eater and hard work and workhorse. That's what Brad Clyde was. Yeah, there's not a lot, not enough love for Bradley Clyde. Like people honestly Very forget, and, yeah. And if people of our age, like we're thirty, anyone younger, try and go watch YouTube clips of him as a second row. He is unbelievable. Like he was a fantastic footballer. Good tackle. 
Oh, mate, he'd tackle the ass off anybody. It was fantastic. Um, quick fire your interchange. Um, Brad Fittler. Right, so you went Freddie. Yep, Steve Roach. Okay, you went Blocker, right. Mark Carroll. Yeah. Progression. Right. And then to really top it off with another uh, angry man, Mark Dyer on the bench. Jesus fucking Christ. So... So basically, you went two. You went the two four, like two prop, two second row slash center back row, kind, like yeah. kind of rotation. Yeah, right. That's good that you didn't pick Gallon. I'm very fucking happy about that. Oh, I couldn't fucking bring myself. I even thought about picking Greg Bird before because Greg Bird lifted his game for Origin. Yep. No, I agree with that. He's a notable out for me. Uh, my bench was Andrew Johns at the fourteen as a utility because. He could play the seven, he could play the six, he could slot into the back row, like he could tackle. And he so, could play nine as well. Exactly right. So I went for that utility factor. Call it what you are, is, like he's immortal. I reckon he got called an immortal way too early, but that's another yeah. another discussion. Uh, I went Robbie Kearns. Yep, good prop. Uh, Luke Rickardson. Very, yes, very good back roller for the Roosters. Yep. and. Now, I don't think you're going to pick my 17. I went Brian Fletcher. No, no, that fuck with. <laughs> I love Fletch. I love Fletch now that he's finished playing. But that stunt he did in 2000, I am <laughs> – that angers – that physically, like – I remember play, going, going to primary school at Woolmore and the New South Wales kids all of a sudden – oh, these the boys who have decided all of a sudden I'm a New South Walesman start doing the hand grenade and stuff. Uh, my I picked oh him. I, I so I went the back row of a bit more utility. Like Robbie Kearns is your prop, but Rickardson and Fletcher could move to the front row if they needed to. And Joey yeah. is just Joey. So, uh, yeah. my coach is Gus. Like say what you will about his commentary style, the man knows football, yeah. and he was the most successful coach in New South Wales ever had. Yeah, Gus is my coach as well. I did think about, but my assistant is the water boy runner is Tommy Radonikus. <laughs> uh, I was going to go the Cougar. Oh, oh the <laughs> fucking legal man that helped the Roosters win titles. Very true. To be fair, mate, we had a very similar forward pack. Um, that's very good. Let's move to the good side, the good guys, uh, Queensland. You can start with this one. Right. So my number one, I've already given it away. It's Billy Slater. Yeah, same for me there. It's yeah. like he's like he just, yeah, he's. He'll he will be an immortal. He deserves to be an immortal. I I think we're talking about this months ago, and we're like out of that storm pack of Inglis, Smith, Cronk, and Slater. I can't fault either any of them not being an immortal. Like I can all have to wait that time. Exactly right, and the, yeah, and there was talk with Smithy obviously trying to bypass the five thing, but that's yeah, just fucking media the bullshit. Wants to do it, but yeah, that, that's horseshit, and like. It should be a Hall of Fame. Immortals are a different class anyway. Yeah. Uh, who's your wingers? Dale Shearer. Good the old origin, The old origin tri-scoring record winger. Yeah. And big international Dell himself, the, uh, the man, Wendell Saylor. Very good pick. I tossed up like Takiri and Saylor. I went combinations. I, could, I went combinations with mine. I so couldn't I, go past Saylor though. I know. That's a fantastic pick. I actually, yeah, I'm so. Oh, I even thought about going Darius Boyd because of one of my centers' picks, and then yeah, but I just like Wendell Saylor for the nineties. Just I can remember him 
shit, he, he made me nervous under the high ball, but he loved to score origin tries. Yeah, no, it's a fantastic pick. Um, I went Shearer one wing also. Did you know he played a couple of games at six? Like early no, 90s. Yeah, so I like I was going through some team lists earlier, and yeah, he played a couple of games at the six, which is surprising. I went Boyd as my other wing, yeah, purely, pu- purely because my center is Inglis. So I went yeah. combinations with my center and wingers. I went Inglis as my center, Boyd as my wing. You can't fault Inglis. My other my other center is Melbourne Inga. Yeah, we have the exact same center combination there. All power. Yeah. Perfect. English was what Meninga was in the 90s and 80s. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's what even Mal said he reminded him of a young... Oh, yeah. Like it, a young fella. Anytime we had English in our side, didn't matter if he played fullback, centre, wing, confident. Like, we had Smith, we had Lockyer, but every time English for me, I always felt confident. That note, the, don't defend. That's just, You can't tackle that. I think the biggest thing for me, I have it as a gif, is when he hurtled over Steve Turner. Like, that is probably the most ultimate fuck you ever. Love it. Who's your six? Darren Lockyer. Good. Yeah. No, I went six too. Yeah. Lockyer, he had to to endure some shit times before he won. And he took the brunt and there were people calling for his head going into those six, stood up. Played some great football until he retired. I think I only missed one more Origin series because of his knee. Yeah, I think there was I an Origin in ACL. Yeah, I, I think it was like 08 or 09. I think it was when Thurston yeah. went to six, Scott Prince went to seven, which was a fantastic backup and at we the all, time. Prince was fantastic. Um, Carmichael Hunt play a game at six. Oh, he came off the bench at least, but yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, now this is the one I really struggled to pick. But who's your seven? Oh, yeah. Because this is possibly my notable out. Yeah, this is hard. We're talking about like immortals, and it's Jonathan Thurston. Like, yeah, this, yeah, this is very hard. Like, you've got three Hall of Flame halfbacks Queensland have had in Cooper Cronk, Alan Langer, yeah, and JT over the forty years. Yeah, so I'll give it away right now. So I went Thurston also, but. Langer for me was the childhood dream for me. For like, if I yeah. wanted to play football, that was the game I had to sort of mold to because of my size. And he was perfect in that way, just all heart, but always had fantastic timing. Like I like watching old clips of him when he was playing for I think it was Ipswich when he got called into the um, Origin seed. He was just in everything, but his timing was impeccable. Like he couldn't fault it, and like really, really tough. Notable out for me, so yeah, yeah. Thurston, Thurston is my seven though. Like, I'll be like, oh, because I didn't play rugby league growing up. I yeah, I just I'm playing at school in the backyard. Everything I did was Alfie. Like it was a chip and chase. It was a grubber. It was a ch- the big dummy. But yeah, it's just it was hard to admit a great Broncos player. Yeah, no, exactly. I was in tears when he left for Warrington in '99. God, that was a very terrible time. I reckon our front rows in there. I reckon our front rows are the same again. I don't know who's your front row. I went Webkey. Yep. And Simon Siva. I've gone the Godfather himself, Arthur Beetson. You went Artie. Because it's just you have to have Artie to start because he's my captain. 
Sure. Um, you can't have your captain start from the bench. And I've gone Petro. Oh, oh yeah, he went over Webby. Yeah. Like, after Beaton is why we're here talking about Origin four years later. Yeah, you're right. So you can't you can't rob the man of a starting spot in the greatest Queensland team of all time. I'll probably get hunted because I didn't put him in my side at all. I might change it out because my 17 it was very hit and miss. So actually, I might pop him in there at the 17. But just be, I think it's because I sort of went for longevity too. Yeah, like well, I looked I at I looked at I looked at players that have played more than the one game, which is understandable with Beaton because he wanted. Queensland-born players to play for their state, not for New yeah, South Wales like it had been. a long time before. Yeah. And that's why I've, yeah, that's why I had to pick him. Like, without him, I don't think Origin would be as, as big as it was, is for us in Queensland. No, definitely not. So, we can both be in a grand sale hookers of PJ Marsh? I was going to say um, Karen Walters. Are you being, are you, oh, I thought you would have went John Doyle for Christ's sake. So, oh, the, the Rockhampton pocket rocket. Oh, mate. I, there was a clip on Facebook before of like the top five de- debuts for Queensland. John Doyle, game one, yeah. 2001. Outstanding. Him and Buttergig, try zone debut. Uh, so I can, I can agree that our number nine is the current next immortal, I reckon. Yeah, Cameron Smith. Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's like, a lock. Yeah, that's like he was the first person I put down. Yeah, no, you're right. He was my first picked anyway. He's the only real, and for me, like he's the only number nine I can actually remember. Well, that's what I was going through team lists, and like beforehand, there was Paul Green, Carrot Walters, Sean Berrigan. Sean Berrigan topped in a little bit. And then from 2003 all the way to his retirement in 2018, I think it was, he was a constant. The only times he didn't play was when he was injured or suspended. I think that time was Matt Ballon. Ballon. Played a great game. Got done, but it is what it is. So, yeah, Smithy, like, I think he'd be my goal kicker too. Like, there's a team where there's a few goal kickers in it. He'd probably be my kicker. Um, If if I've got money on the line, I want Thurston kicking. I don't know. It it could be a toss-up. Yeah. Um, now, one, once again, this second row nonsense, this was tough. But I went the Raging Bull, Gordon Tallis. Yep. And I went a bit of an old school pick. And this is one that my mum always loved was Bobby Linda. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. It's a very old school pick. Like he, That's very old school. Old Illawarra boy. He very, yes. No, very true. Um, from the highlights I ever saw of Bobby Linder, he was just your stereotypical second rower, ran the ball hard, hit great lines, tackled his ass off for 80 minutes, and that's all I want. And he always he always aimed up in Queensland from what I've heard too. So that's my second row. Who did you go with? Um, I've gone the Raging Bull himself. Very good. And a bit of a left field pick, Gary Larson. That's actually not a bad shout. Because he was he is tough. He set, I think he set the record for most consecutive games of origin. Yep. No, he was the origin Ironman for a very long time, yeah. Yeah, and he was tough. Like, I remember watching – I just still can remember watching the 95 series over and over again, just seeing the workload he went through. This, and that was tough back then. They, they were hitting hard. The 10 metres wasn't really enforced that well. No. There was a lot lot less cameras on the field, so a lot more was getting in the way with it. 
Yeah. No, I agree with that. I think Larson fell into the bracket for me where he was very similar to Brad Thorne. Mm. And I just got, I honestly couldn't pick either of them because of like Queensland, along with New South Wales over time, have had a, a great bunch of second rolls. It made it really difficult yeah. to pick. I'm guaranteeing you, Al 13, is the same. Mine's captain, but it is the king. We're not worthy. We're yeah. not worthy. <laughs> so Wally Lewis is by lock. First game at Origin for fun fact, if anybody didn't know, but Wally Lewis played 13. So, yeah. But similar to Brad Fittler in my pick, that he's a ball playing lock. Um, yeah. I just, you had to fit in, like, you had you to fit Darren Lock here in the starting lineup somewhere. You couldn't play him at fullback because he wasn't. Slater ended up um, passing him as a fullback. Yeah. Wally ended up playing some great football at Lock at the end of his career. Yeah, exactly right. And that, that's the argument. Like, you could have put Wally in at six, Lock you to fullback, you'd have put Slater to the wing. But, like, yeah. that, that in my head just ruins dynamics with their actual best positions. Hmm. Um, imagine just the setup play of, like, going from Thurston to Lock. Thurston to Lock, oh, oh, Lewis to Thurston to Lockyer to Inglis to Slater and then on to um, Boyd or Shearer. Or, or Shearer or Sailor. Like that's... It'd be pretty good. Yeah. Who's your, who's your bench, mate? Because I think this is where I think we're going to be a little bit different. Oh, I've, I've, I've got two names at 14. I'm still... I can't pick them, so I'm going to put them down together. Yep. Cooper Cronk and Al Langer. All right. I went Cronky over Langer. Langer was my notable out. So I went Cronky just because of his utility factor for all those years yeah. before he actually took the seven jersey. Oh, yeah. But like, I just couldn't – I can't leave Alfie out. Me. Sure. Yep. And 15, right. Shane Webke. Right. Now that's a fair pick. 16 was Trevor Gilmeister. I picked Gilmeister in my squad, yeah. And then 17, I had Bobby Linder yep. slash Nate Miles as well because Nate Miles for me was origin for a long time. Now, this is where I'm going to stuff up because I did say beats in it. I didn't know how you'd feel about the pick, but my 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 bench essentially was Cooper Cronk, Gilmeister. I went Peter Jackson as my 16. Another, another very old school player. Not many people remember, but he passed away very early after his career. So not many people talk about Peter Jackson that often, but he was a very dynamic center for Queensland, built like a second rower and tough as nails too. Um, my 17 before we recorded was Nate Miles, but like I said, it could be a toss-up between him and Beetson. Yeah. And so. like there's notable omissions like Gene Miles. Yeah, Chris Close. Uh, Chris Close. Steve Reddo. <laughs> Kerry Bostead for me, like as, a, as a former winger. Love Kerry Bostead. Oh, um, I'm assuming the current coach is your current coach for your greatest side? No, I've got a three-man panel. Four-man three panel, actually. Four-man panel for the coach. It's pretty much what the coaching panel is this year. Neil Henry, Michael Hagen, Mal Meninga, and Wayne Bennett. Right. I just went Bennett outright just because. I, I couldn't – I wanted to say Mal, but it's just – I can't have a captain coach, but he, he was he was the man manager. We all know Michael Hagen was the actual real coach. Yep, no, I agree with that a hundred percent. So yeah, not not too bad. Like we only had a couple of differences. I think our New South Wales side was very. I think both would be very competitive. So 
Fun, fun exercise, actually. Um, so next week, I reckon we finish off November with the six-pack of the best sports mos. We've been putting to throw up a few up on our socials. So if you haven't followed us already, off the back fence at Instagram, Twitter. But mate, I reckon that's it for this week's show. What do you think? Well, we got we've got our weekly um, Sean Marsh fact here. Oh, yes, yes. Go ahead. Yes, the great man who's also been cut from the test team. But we talked about that. <laughs> so. Sean Marsh has, in first-class cricket, has two wickets. His best bowling figures are two for 20. His bowling average is 77.5, and he's bowled over 216 balls. 216 balls. Yeah. Very good. Not No, no, he's not a bowler. Slow slow left arm orthodox spin, so finger spin. So basically pie. Oh, 100%. (laughs) The great man doesn't do that. Bit of fruit salad. Um, Yeah, so that's off the back fence for another week. Origin 3, like, if you're listening to this prior to the game, enjoy it. We're not going to have football for another four months or so. Uh, We'll be back next week to do a bit of a recap. It's it's getting slower, but we're getting closer to Cricket Coombsy, so it should be good. Um, If anyone's got any ideas for six-packs of topics, reach out to us and we'll um, discuss them. Yeah, definitely. Like any feedback, actually, yeah, subscribe to Google, subscribe to Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from. If you can leave a review, five stars or whatever stars for that matter, roast us, whatever you like. Um, once again, we are doing Movember. A uh, bit of a slow week donation-wise, but I've been doing a bit of movement. I'm up to 25, 26Ks out of my 60. Uh, walking the dog every morning helps. So. Um- I didn't know real. I didn't realize you could do a physical activity. I'm not a runner, so I thought about doing swimming, but I'm kind of struggling on the swimming front as well. So, well, I'm just going to keep smashing this mow out. Yeah, I think so too. I'll put up a photo also. But uh, thanks again for anybody that's been listening to us. It's great. We're enjoying it. We're having a bit of fun. It's good. That was good actually. I enjoyed that. So uh, say goodbye, Coomsey. See you guys, and let's go Queensland. That's it. Enjoy the Origin, guys. We'll speak to you guys next week. Thanks very much. See you later.